everybody. It's Meg here this week, back in Philly, back to getting these episodes up and having a great time. Our guest this week, he's super awesome. His name is Louis Cortez. He is the co-host of the Haunted Hangover podcast. It's really fun and nostalgic, and I really, I think you guys are going to enjoy this episode a lot. But before we get into that, I wanted to remind everyone we do have a Patreon. You can check that out in the link on our Instagram at Real Chills Podcast. And uh, we had an update from our Hannah episode. That was the Pet Psychic episode uh, from one of our patrons, Katie, uh, who told a really interesting story. So I thought we'd open with that. She wrote, we had a family friend whose sister could communicate with animals and the vet used to bring her in to help out. One story, she told a cat owner, your cat is mad because she knows you're not bringing out the blue blanket until she's gone. And the owner just started tearing up because it was exactly right. Another interesting detail of that story, this woman who could communicate with animals is also developmentally disabled. So at first, her family friend thought the vet was just being nice to give her a job. But no, the vet had all these stories like that and was like, seriously, I need her help. I always wondered if the fact that her mind worked differently made her somehow more open to other channels of communication, like from the animal world. Though our family friend was also super tied to animals, she was one of those people who always had like five dogs and seven cats that she rescued from the side of the road. That story is just so incredible to me. I wanted to share it with you guys, uh, just that there's people out there that have these really awesome connections with animals. And it's kind of funny, you know, your cat, you know, anyone who has a cat knows they'll stop eating for the dumbest reasons, like not leaving out a blanket. Uh, It's important to them. But uh, yeah, I just thought this was an interesting story and I wanted to share it. And uh, I really appreciate input like this. So definitely, you know, sign up for the Patreon or shoot me a message because we do love it here. And uh, yeah. So just another fun little recap to that episode. So uh, enjoy this one. You're listening to Real Chills with Meg Getz. Real scary. Real silly. Real stories. Hey, everybody. We have another awesome episode of Real Chills for you today. I'm super excited for our guest. We have the co-host of the Haunted Hangover podcast, Louie. Hi, Louie. How are you? Hello. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, I'm, I love your podcast. I know I was telling you before we were recording, but um, it's very fun, very nostalgic, and you guys Thank are you. just goofy. Yeah, it's it's a good listen. <laughs> <laughs> I just have this podcast so I can tell people I like their stuff. That's it. And then <laughs> It's so funny. Like You would think like a Halloween or horror and whatever nostalgia type podcast, goofy is probably the right word to use. Even yeah. though I sometimes feel like we sound way too serious on our show. I'm like, we're talking about fucking Halloween. Why do we sound like we're talking about like surgery or something or so like it's a medical podcast. So I'm glad that we're goofy. I'm I'm glad that's the word you're using to describe our show. There's something about it. It really does like take me back even when you guys are because sometimes they just have full episodes on costumes. Even when you guys are just talking about costumes, I'm like, oh, yeah, Yeah. I've done that trying to make something and (laughs) it fails miserably. And you're like, I have no plan B, so I'm going to try, you know, (laughs) that's yeah. The best costumes are plan B's. That's what I always say. So so that that works out. So (laughs) absolutely. Um, So we always ask all of our guests the same questions when they come on the show. And it is when you come to the paranormal, are you more of a skeptic or a true believer? So 
and, and I think I've actually talked about this on my show. I'm a bit of a skeptic. Mm-hmm. And, and I only say that because I've I've never experienced anything paranormal uh, personally. You know, I've never I've never had any like uh, sure. sightings or anything like that or dreams or I, I've never had an actual like I've never seen a premonition. You know, I've never <laughs> had that. Do I know? It's one of those things where it's like, do I know this stuff exists or doesn't it exist? I I, I never I don't think about it that often, in all honesty. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, sure. it's kind of how my brain works. But I will say when it comes to the culture or whatever of that type of stuff. I do find it interesting. I like ghost shows like the, you know, the ghost adventures and all those yeah. types of shows. <laughs> sure. I am a fan of that type of stuff. Yeah. And obviously, you know, Halloween horror has its fair share of that, you know, that aspect in film totally. and things like that. So I, I, I can appreciate it, you know, and I love a good Ouija board and, and shit like that. So I don't know I when it comes say. to paranormal. Yeah. <laughs> It's so interesting to be a fan of horror and not a fan of the paranormal. Like, how do you, (laughs) you know, call you out immediately. But um, I mean, I guess I understand because you're like your backgrounds in film and I feel like special effects in horror is so cool. So anyway, that's why I would like it. But but yeah, it's it's tricky because, you know, it's funny. My like one of my co-hosts, Dave, he he he's not a skeptic. You know, he's. I think he's kind of, he, he doesn't know what's real and what's not. I don't want to speak for him, but I remember we've talked about this on the show before and he, he, he's felt things and, you know, we've had the conversation and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I just have never experienced anything like that. And maybe, maybe one day, who knows? I, you know, yeah. it's, it's, I have no idea, but as of right now, currently, yes, I, I'd probably consider myself a, a skeptic. So. Well, I think unfortunately, (laughs) you don't have to, it's not a requisite for you to be all in to be on the show. Um, But I do think that part of the paranormal, so I'm all in, obviously I have this podcast and um, I think that it's really what you open yourself up to. So like, I think you being kind of like realistic and like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to fall for any of that. Maybe like shuts the shuts those makes like a barrier so yeah, who knows? Yeah. maybe if you like open yourself up a little more you'll you'll see a ghost well, and then... for sure and, and you know <laughs> even as a, even as a kid i'd watch like unsolved mysteries oh, and yeah. like sightings and stuff like that i remember and i was always intrigued by that stuff i love like even to this day i love watching even like you know with youtube and viral videos and, and stuff like that there's a ton of it online but i love watching like ghost videos or like bigfoot sightings or like Heck i yeah. still like all that stuff i've always enjoyed like cryptozoology and just the idea of certain aspects of the paranormal and things like that i still enjoy like weird demon sightings and things like that but at the same time it's like i've never i've never first you have to do it yeah Uh, we'll see you know i've always wanted to go ghost hunting just to experience like just to see what it's like and give it a try and be inside of like whatever, a haunted house or location or whatever, whatever it ends up being. But, and it's still something I do want to do. So I'm not, I'm not a skeptic in the way where I'm like, oh, that's dumb or anything like that. I do enjoy just everything about it. I'm just personally, I don't know what to believe anymore <laughs> at this point. So we'll see. Maybe again, maybe that'll change in the future. Maybe that'll be your and Dave's next uh, Patreon content. Just oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> That'd be fun. Listen, I'm all for it. I just I've had oh. ideas like to expand our like our brand, sure. and I'm like, you know what? It'd be kind of cool to like visit places 
that you know Heck have yeah. a skeptic like there's like four of us and like one of us does it like you know me and then maybe two or three other people and we'll go and see do you feel anything do you hear anything and like legit go and just see how we feel so who knows who knows what the future holds we'll see what it, happens yeah if you do that you have to give me an update for for my listeners where i could be like he's a he's a full-on believer guys <laughs> oh, we'll do. we did it I'll, we I'll, win again i'll come i'll come back with the with the update <laughs> yeah. and see what's going yeah, on give so. us the story. <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure Oh my gosh. So, um, what made you want to start your podcast? It's, it's, it's not a, it's, it's not a long story. But I'll give you like the cliff notes version. So, okay. so in 2018, um, again, my background's in film. So I've been working on independent film and, and I've directed my own stuff and predominantly in the world of indie horror and, and Halloween. So like a lot of my, my own projects, when it comes to film involve the holiday in some way, just because of my love for the holiday, you know, my entire life, you know, since I've Got existed, it. I've just loved Halloween. I've loved everything about Halloween. Obviously nostalgia plays a big factor into it and just the way it feels. So what, what happened was initially since, you know, I'm so involved in, in this filmmaking and storytelling, the original idea for Haunted Hangover was supposed to be a YouTube channel. And we were going to review haunted attractions and cool events that, you know, were related to Halloween, obviously, because haunts are such a vital part of Halloween and haunted attractions are such a vital part. So review them and maybe spooky bars that are spooky themed, I should say, not like haunted bars, but things of that nature and rides and attractions and anything that could kind of fit that world um, pumpkin blazes, things like that, you know, sure. that's that fit, fit Halloween in a way. And my sister and I, my younger sister, she was initially, I didn't want to be in front of the camera. You were never going to see me. I was, <laughs> I was going sure. to, and, and, and I'll get to that in a second, but I was just going to like produce, direct, edit, shoot you know and i had a small crew like boom operator and stuff like that these videos and i'd fully produce them she'd be the host and help me maybe with some of the writing and that was the plan obviously <laughs> you know the pandemic ha happened oh, and yeah. things like that Shut weren't down. yeah that wasn't gonna work mm -hmm. so Plus, you know, scheduling, relying on other people is, has never been my thing. Like, I'm like, you know, she, it's she's younger impossible. than me. impossible, yeah. <laughs> and she's, and she's, an, she's an actor. So, like, and she's been in some of my film projects. I've given her roles here and there. So that was kind of the deal. But, you know, I have a different work ethic in, the, in a way. Sure. And, and it's very different. So we did a bunch of videos. And eventually I realized, okay, maybe she needs someone to kind of help her kind of host these videos. Because I didn't want to do it. So then eventually, I, I forget what the video was. It might have been like Monster Mini Golf in New Jersey or something like that. We had gone out to a Monster Mini Golf and I ended up just being like a guest on my own show that I produce. And it was a video with uh, another friend of mine. So what ends up happening? We make the, the video happens and I'm like, all right, this wasn't too bad. I didn't feel that, that awkward or whatever. You liked it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was like, it's not terrible because I'm not an actor. I'm a director. Like, I'm a sure. producer, director, editor. You know, I know cinematography. That's basically director, editor is what I call myself for the most part. That's kind of what I do. I'm behind the camera. Mm. So we have that one video. I was like, all right, this isn't terrible. And I realized it was kind of hard to schedule and, and, and visit attractions together, haunted attractions together. And I started editing and producing videos with me hosting, reviewing these haunted attractions. Mm. And again, everything was shut down. 
And I never, podcasting was never something I really wanted to do. I'd been on other people's shows. I didn't know anything. I'll be honest. I didn't know anything about mm-hmm. podcasting. It was not something I ever like researched, you know, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like people would just be like, Hey, you want to be on my show as a guest because of like my new movie or a new, you know, whatever festival, my, one of my shorts or something is screening at fine. Sure. You know, interview me. That's cool. Oh, cool. And then during the pandemic, I said, all right, if I want haunted hangover to continue and to, and to live to and to thing. not just die because I love, you know, I love creating, mm-hmm. I've got to do something. And I feel confident enough now in, in talking and, and being in front of the camera. So I said, you know what, I'm going to start the podcast. And uh, my friend Dave, who's one of my best friends, I've been friends with him for over a decade. He's a composer. He writes me, he writes all the music that you hear, like any type of intros, you know, things like that. He's produced, he's produced scores for my films. Like we're really good friends. We're close in age. Uh, We have a lot in common as friends, maybe not our personalities, but definitely as friends, we have a lot of the same interests when it comes to music and film. And I thought he'd be the best person to kind of help launch this podcast with me and be my co-host. Mm-hmm. And here we are now, you know, yeah, and, just and, crushing it. It's, yeah, and, yeah, so and much it's fun. been two years. It's been two years. And, and basically, you know, Haunted Hangover, the whole point of Haunted Hangover initially was to kind of celebrate Halloween, you know, all year round, 365 days a year, just celebrate Halloween in all aspects, whether it's film, TV, yeah. memories, like nostalgia, whatever, just as long as it kind of fits. Obviously, horror plays a big factor into that because horror and Halloween go hand in hand. So obviously we do reference horror a lot and we have talked about horror films and Mm -hmm. we try not to review too many horror movies, but as the brand's grown the past two years, we're we're expanding and kind of growing. Halloween will always be our base, but you know, (laughs) it's kind of like just expanding and doing more. And, 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 and now I love it. Now I'm like, basically um, all over the place when it comes to the brand and just haunted hangover in general, it's like me and, and, and I've, I always wanted the show and my sister came back. She's now a mm-hmm. co-host on, she's going to be pretty prominent on the main show. And then we have a spinoff called anthology obscura, where we talk about anthology television oh, yeah. once a month. Yeah. We have an episode. We just started that a few months ago where we do like one episode. It's, it's my sister, Sam, my other friend, Chris, and we'll watch an anthology TV show usually is from the eighties, more contemporary stuff. They're a little younger than me. And we'll just talk about it on top of the normal main podcast, talking about Halloween and any other spooky stuff that we love, you know? (laughs) Um, But that was really the point of it is just to kind of, I've, I always wanted to have a podcast that celebrates the holiday as much as possible to be entertaining and not be too boring. And I never wanted it to be, you know, a historical podcast, like where I go in depth on like, where Halloween came from. I've right. I always said I was going to do that, but I was like, you know what? That's not me. Mm-hmm. I'm more of like the kind of what we think of when we think of Halloween, we think of like costumes, candy, movies, things like that. So that's kind of, that's always been just the driving force of our content. It's just everything associated with the hol- holiday. Occasionally, I think maybe twice in two years, we've talked a little bit about, you know, the history of Halloween, but we, sure, yeah. we told ourselves we'll never do that because there's other <laughs> podcasts out there, I'm sure. There's and there's plenty. not a lot of Halloween podcasts, but I'm sure there's plenty of podcasts 
that have talked about, you know, the history of Halloween or where trick or treat came from. And, oh, and I know sure. all this stuff too, yeah. but like, I'd rather talk about like, you know, the Roseanne episode from 1990, because that's what, <laughs> that's what yeah. I like, you know, the Halloween special from 1992, from whatever the Simpsons or, you know, home improvement, which we haven't covered yet. We have to get on that soon, <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of, that's my whole long, long-winded spiel about the, uh, no, the podcast. So it's perfect. obviously I, I, obviously I can talk now and I'm not excited, scared to speak. Yeah. yeah. So very different. You ask if you talked to Louis three years ago, I would have been like, no, I wouldn't have talked this much and felt, yeah. felt this comfortable. So there you go. Caught me well, at a good that's, time. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad I'm glad I caught you when I did. Yeah. And I like I just want to add there's like another layer to it. And I think it is because you're a film student where what really I feel like pulled me in was you like you edit in um parts of whatever you're talking about so like if you're talking mm -hmm. about commercials you hear the commercials and it's like kind of staticky you know it's got that old school yeah, yeah. sound to it and stuff and it is just it really it makes you feel like a kid like i know you're talking about horror and stuff but it's something about it yeah. just makes me feel like a kid again in a really fun way yeah. so it's it's funny because I'll listen to like I don't listen to a lot of podcts. Funny enough, I, I checked out your show obviously because I'm, I'm guessing you're on your show. But like a lot of the podcasts I listen to, it's funny. It's usually other interests of mine. Like, mm -hmm. like I like wrestling, and I like obviously movies that are not just horror movies. But like that's most of the podcasts I listen to, and I've always enjoyed shows where it sounds like a group of friends are just hanging out and totally. talking. Where totally. it's not obviously you have to have a little bit of a format. Mm -hmm. but a very loose one, you know, where yeah. it's just like having a conversation as long as one person hosts and leads the conversation, you're good to go. And that's always sure. what I've wanted. And as far as the aesthetic of the show, you know, being, you know, in my mid thirties now, <laughs> I, you know, obviously VHS culture and just VHS and the lo-fi sound is something that I've enjoyed, you know, Dave totally. enjoys and I, I, I inject some of that into the show in really subtle ways that I don't even want to tell everybody, but <laughs> there's certain things I do like, you know, overlays and, and stuff like that in the show, in the recording. And I'm not even a, like a sound engineer. I'm trying yeah. to get better at that the next few years, but mm -hmm. like, I want to really get the show to sound like, like almost like you're listening to a podcast that was recorded, like on a VHS tape, like, you know what I mean? Like that's kind <laughs> that's of- That's the best way to describe it. Yeah, yeah totally. like that's kind of what I was, I was going for where you're just totally. watching, like imagine if it was 1987 and, they and had obviously podcasts weren't a thing, right? Let's yeah. say you had two friends, they were sitting on their couch. They had a, you know, a, a video camera, a camcorder, one of those giant ones on a tripod, hit record, and then- you know, they record themselves and they just take that's the audio so out and play that back. That's kind of what I Bye. want the show to sound like. So that's that was kind of my concept behind just the the sound of the show, I guess. So that's awesome. And I guess the big question is, what is it about Halloween that made you want to do like a 365 day a year cast? So. I, so again, for me, it's nostalgia is a big, big factor. Yeah, totally. And growing up, my mother's birthday was October 30th. So like <laughs> the day before Halloween. That's so so fun. Grow, yeah, growing up, Halloween was a really important holiday in my household besides Christmas. Mm -hmm. So, you know, every Halloween, I always dressed up, you know, Halloween parties as a kid. My grandmother, there's a notorious one I've mentioned. We, I've mentioned on the show several times. Uh, when I was a kid, and I'll never forget it, my grandmother had a Halloween party, and there was just something about Halloween for me 
that just resonated with me. I just, I just loved everything about it, you know, and, and when I would read books like the haunted mask is one of my favorite books of all time, mm-hmm. you know, the goosebumps books, haunted, the haunted mask. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, but that book specifically like really made an impact on me when I was like nine, like that's because the one they made big... the, sh- the TV, sh- the like show about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It where the, ba- the mask is stuck so on her good. face and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And on Halloween. So mm-hmm. like that book, for example, is one of my favorite, that book and that episode is like one of my favorite things of all time. Like I could recite it like the back of my hand. Totally. So I always just gravitated more towards Halloween as a holiday and Halloween as an aesthetic more so than every, than anything. Like Mm-hmm. It's I love horror, obviously. I was always intrigued by horror movies as a kid and spooky things, you know. And oh, as yeah. I've gotten older, it's it's I, I treat Halloween as just kind of like a feeling. It's not an aesthetic. It I know is. nowadays yeah. it's more of a like for me and like I even for Dave. Yeah. yeah, even for Dave, it's more of like a feeling. It's something that it it's a more of a personal feeling. And I know now nowadays, you know, you got a lot of people that like pumpkin shirts and pumpkin skirts and pumpkin yeah. <laughs> hats and whatever that they were I all thought year you round. were gonna rhyme more i was like impressed no so no i wish I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a, i am not a rapper um, but yeah. so you know for me it's like that that's cool and i and i appreciate all that but that's not all halloween's about it to me it's right. more of a personal feeling and it's something that you know you feel inside and that's kind of how i've always described it to people it might be a weird kind of like you know weird way of I guess just describing how it makes <laughs> someone feel but yeah there's just a feeling yeah. and so many memories and even as a kid kind of seeing it through like that foggy nostalgic when you're like six those the, like that that mind frame and like just totally. looking at it through those eyes like so that's fun. it's just an it's just a feeling I got and it just it's always important and I always feel like most people that love Halloween it's either like oh I love Halloween I like spooky stuff but I'm like there's also just this feeling as pretentious yeah. as that might sound. No, I, hope I get what you're saying. It's just exciting. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, like there's the just unknown. something about yeah. it. Like <laughs> like horror movies playing on the TV, going to a farm and grabbing a pumpkin, finding totally. candy, whatever it is, there's just something about it. And obviously, again, being a big horror fan, that's just like the icing on the cake. Because even, mm-hmm. even if you took away horror movies, hypothetically, took away you know, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, whoever, whoever you enjoy, Pennywise, whatever it is. If you took that away and you just look at Halloween, you know, it's really like creepy pumpkins, skeletons, bats, spiders, you know, and that's really, (laughs) you know, that's really what is the most important aspects of the holiday. Mm -hmm. Obviously creepy things, but horror just kind of because of what it is just kind of just fits, fits right in perfectly so totally. they kind of you know go hand in hand so we obviously again we mentioned a lot of horror on our show because for oh, that yeah. very reason it makes sense you know there's an totally. entire franchise called halloween so <laughs> come on now you know so well this leads perfectly to my next question which is if you had to recommend one horror movie what's your favorite of all time so so my favorite my favorite movie in general it's kind of generic is Halloween. So I'm not going to recommend that Fair. one because everyone knows Halloween. That, yeah, we all know that one. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows Halloween. <laughs> I I feel it's just a, a movie that mm-hmm. it represents the holiday, the character of Michael Myers. We've talked about it on our show a million times. We've mentioned it. Everyone 
loves Halloween, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty totally. sure. One movie that comes to mind to me and a lot of people, and I've heard people say it doesn't really remind them of Halloween, is The Guest. I, and that's a more contemporary film. It I've came never out in 2014. Heard of that. What is that? So, so basically, in a, in a nutshell, because I'm probably going to do a terrible job giving you a synopsis on the spot, but like there's a family whose son dies in the in like a war he's a soldier or something like that Mm -hmm. and what happens is his friend that i guess i don't know what the term is but he was part of his squad his army squad whatever (laughs) soldier squad i'm not articulating i'm not really i'm not really articulating no that might be right i'm not in the army so so could be so he's either a marine a soldier whatever comes Mm -hmm. home because the son died, their son died. And he comes home because like the two guys, he says made a promise that like, oh, we'll check up on each other's families if something happens to the other one. Long story short, short the main, this guy, something is wrong with, wrong with him. And the daughter of the family starts to realize that there's something up with him. Oh. He's weird. Now you're probably asking yourself, what the fuck does that have to do with Halloween? Now the film is set in October. And okay. every shot, there's a jack-o'-lantern, there's That's a pumpkin. Awesome. The last act of the film takes place in a, there's basically a haunted attraction and a gymnasium all dressed up in like Halloween decorations and neon lighting and it has a great soundtrack. It's funny too, because the film takes place on the West Coast, so it's really dry. It almost looks like Arizona or something like that. It's a really dry setting, but there's literally Halloween decorations probably in every shot. And when I go back to talking about that feeling you get, at least I get it. I'm sure there's people that might disagree with me. But when I watch that movie, I get that Halloween. The vibe. The the vibe, the decorations, the the music that they use, the the story just meshes so well with the holiday in that film. So yeah, 2014's The Guest. If you haven't watched it, check it out. I feel like in the last few years, the last few years, it's picked up some steam. And I think I feel like I feel like more people have talked about the movie. Um, but that's always one to me, it's like on heavy rotation every October. I usually watch it because it's, I I just love the Halloween. It's a great movie, but I love the Halloween energy and the feel it has and the, and the atmosphere it has for the holiday itself. I thought the filmmakers did a great job with that one. That's awesome. I've never seen it. So I'm definitely going to, yeah, I can't wait because I'm always looking for scary stuff. And I, a lot of the times I feel disappointed when I try something new it's so. it's funny too because it's technically not like a, a traditional horror film there's no like supernatural well, there's something up with him but it's oh not supernatural okay. <laughs> in the sense of like a Hauntings demon or, yeah. Or, yeah it's it's got it it's almost like a thriller and there's it's like there, there's yeah. like guns being used and stuff but it's it's set on halloween it's a unique halloween set film i'll say i'll end it there Cool. It's, it's, okay. Check it out. It's, it's a, I really love it. I, it's one of my it's one of my favorite films to come out in the last whatever ten years or whatever. So it's it's great. So sweet. So bef- um, I have one last question before I tell you my story that okay. I brought for you today, and it's if people want to listen, where should they start? Like, what is the episode where you're like, this was really fun. This is okay. like our best foot forward. What I want people to hear. <laughs> So, so I'm really hard on, on our show when it comes to, obviously, no, you're, you're such a creative, hard. oh my you're God, gonna, I'm it. always hard on it, uh, but I will <laughs> say our strongest, there's, there's two that, that come to mind, and Dave and I always say, we actually did a Q&A show recently, and we were, someone asked us, like, oh, well, what, what's the, our favorite show, like, that we've ever done? So we do a Halloween mixtape, we've done two, because mm-hmm. we've existed for two years, 
Um, so around September, Dave and I will make a playlist of music we think you should listen to in October or around Halloween that. or whatever. That's so, so like, fun. yeah. So what we'll do is we'll pick five songs each. And we create like this fake scenario where like, oh, where would we be? And like one of the scenarios, we were like in a in a graveyard wearing like <laughs> like like looking like dressed that. up like a bunch of metal heads wearing like skeleton jumpsuits or something like that. Yeah. And like we'll pick songs for that, that kind of just remind us of the holiday and would fit in that scenario. And mm-hmm. that's probably our, our our that's the that's probably the episodes we are most proud of. Uh, the runner up to that episode is probably our uh, Halloween uh, commercials, which we've done twice as well. Those are we do, so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Where we we each pick some Halloween commercials and then just talk about why we like them. And usually uh, our buddy Grimy, who also has a podcast, he's usually the guest on the show, like for those specifically, because he loves nostalgia. His whole his podcast is all nostalgia as well. But more like Halloween general. Too? Oh, general. No, okay. no, it's it's more general. They do Halloween episodes, but it's more like they cover like arcades and things like that. So like it's more like 80s, 90s nostalgia, but they do have a Halloween episode every year. You cool. know, so Shut it's obviously up. grimy. What's his <laughs> yeah. podcasting? Is it grimy called, or just grimy? is his nickname, so that's okay. what I'm gonna call him grimy. <laughs> okay. Uh, grimy and, and his podcast is called the Leftover Pizza Podcast. Leftover so pizza. Him, yeah. Cool. Him him and Derek are like friends of the show and mm-hmm. and and they're like our homies. Like we we always support each other. They've been on our on our show. They were they're like in our Halloween special, which I produced I produced once. I'm gonna produce another hour-long special this year um hopefully if everything works out (laughs) it's funny because i feel like your names are like the names of a group of kids that would get like lost in like a a halloween movie or like the stranger it's like louis grimy (laughs) and then dave (laughs) yeah (laughs) it is it's it's funny it is you're right and then like the other two they have have chris and you have sam like so those are the other two members of the haunted hangover squad and tom (laughs) our friend tom pops in from time to time but yeah, that's like that's probably my two favorite episodes: Halloween commercials and our Halloween mixtape. I think those two cement what we're trying to do with the podcast. And just you know, when it comes to Halloween, those are two things that we think are super important: music and obviously commercials, because that can you know nothing beats watching a movie and then like a Reese's commercial pops up with like halloween candy you know what i mean like it's, yeah like, yeah so it's that's to me that's that right there is, is the symbol of halloween those two things creepy songs and halloween commercials so <laughs> and it's so weird to me that like when you listen to your podcast and you bring up a commercial you when you name the commercial i don't think i know it and then i hear it and i'm like oh my god like i know every word to this commercial it's amazing it's just, like <laughs> hiding in the back of your brain you know it's crazy to like like not for sure again you know yeah it's 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 fun because we you know we those those are some of our favorite things and again it goes back to the whole like lo-fi vhs vibe like Mm -hmm. that's what we like and like dave always have like a whole like dave has this thing where he says like vaporwave as fuck where if you look at vaporwave music or videos they have a certain aesthetic which is very nostalgic and kind of weird and and kind of very lo-fi and grainy so that's kind of just been when you're watching videos like not videos but uh commercials from like 1991 obviously they're not going to look great on youtube so it kind of just adds to the ambiance of (laughs) the whole thing you know so absolutely (laughs) hey i'm danny i'm john 
We host Blanket and Covers, the show where we cover the covers. Have you ever thought about trying to find every single version of Angel of the Morning or Careless Whispers? That's an us thing, I think. Yeah. (laughs) If that's something that you think you would be into, I think you should definitely check out our show. We think that by listening to every version of a song that has ever been done can like gain something new. Yeah. Each week we do a a deep dive through a band's catalog or one specific song. Season one is out there now. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. So I did prepare a story for you after listening to your podcast. And I thought we could talk about Bloody Mary because it felt nostalgic to me. Yeah, for sure. So before I get into it, I wanted to ask, have you as a kid ever played Bloody Mary? For sure. Yeah, I got you did? so many times. Yeah. <laughs> specifically did you see in anything? school. No, 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 specifically in school. I'll never forget. I think I was like in the fourth or fifth grade in elementary school. And, and I, th- I, th- I vaguely remember this, but I remember kids. So they had like a bathroom on one of the floors that had no window, which to me was creepy to begin That's with. So there scary. was like no window, but I think it's kind of normal because when you go to office buildings now, there's no like windows inside of you the office buildings. You probably don't buildings. want windows in bathrooms. Yeah, but I feel like in our school, some of the bathrooms had windows, but there right. was one that didn't. So like, I remember the kids would dare each other it was either Bloody Mary or like Candyman. They dare each other like, oh, Oof. go in the bathroom, turn the light off and like look at the mirror. Like they'd open the door just to let in a little bit of light so you knew what to do. So they could, they could prove you're not like closing your eyes or whatever, even though who the hell's going to know that once they close yeah. the door. But they dare <laughs> you to like go in and say Bloody Mary or Candyman and mm-hmm. nothing happened. And some kids would be like, no, no, I don't want to do that and cry. And some kids would do it. And I think I did, <laughs> if I remember correctly, I did it a couple of times. Cause I had seen Candyman, which is very reminiscent, obviously of Bloody Mary. And I, and I, and I knew like the legend. So I was like, ah, oh, this is whatever. And nothing happened. No, Bloody Mary did not come out of the mirror and attack me. Wow. Maybe it's because I was at school. I've never done it at home. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want to come to school. <laughs> yeah, no, That's the thing. No, she's no. like, <laughs> she's like, no, 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 we're not, we're not going to, we're not going to go after elementary um, school yeah, kids. I'm not, seeing a, I'm not going into an elementary school boys bathroom. No, no. That's not happening. No, yes. I, <laughs> I never did it at home though. I never, I, I, I don't recall ever being like home alone. <laughs> you know 10 or 11 yeah. and just go, you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go into the bathroom and just say bloody mary because when you really think about it the concept is pretty creepy it's so scary like if we you're just home it. alone you know well, me and my so i have three siblings and we're all like jerks to each other so we okay. would do it but the way we would do it was so scary um so the way like there's so many different rituals for this like when i was looking it up so like for us we would um <laughs> we would take in a candle so the lights would already be off and you would like, okay. so we take our little bath and bodies works candle into the bathroom <laughs> and um, you have to stare into the mirror and say bloody Mary three times. And then you blow the candle out. And mm. if you look in the mirror in the pitch black, you should see bloody Mary. And then you have to run the, turn the lights on um, because if you weren't fast enough, like she would scratch your eyes out. Wow. And I never saw bloody Mary, but it's because the second the can we would do it together like the yeah. all of us and the second the candle was blown out it would just turn into a mosh pit we'd all just be pushing <laughs> each other and like running away 
like oh my god you know, so i've never yeah, you know my favorite part of that story is the fact that you guys took a bath and body works a yeah. candle so at least at least the bathroom smelled nice you know what i mean <laughs> you guys took it yeah, like a, it uh, yeah. a, a a pumpkin spice or, or something lavender candle yeah. into the bathroom so you're like all right we're gonna make it smell nice in here before we call bloody mary yeah. three times or whatever the the the, the legend is that's yeah. good that is good but why would a mosh pit break out you guys would just freak we would out and all just run start out of pushing there? each yeah. other and like oh yelling and screaming yeah my mom would come was... home and be like who's been using my good christmas candles in the bathroom and it's like, I don't know. why does it smell like pine in here it's okay like bloody mary probably <laughs> she's been known to smell like pine I've heard. remnants of bloody mary she likes <laughs> yeah. to keep the uh the bathroom smelling nice so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's funny that's yeah. great <laughs> yeah no so in history, this ritual of calling Bloody Mary was used more as like a fortune, like a, a future telling ritual. So um, the young woman was supposed to walk up a flight of stairs backwards while holding a candle and a hand mirror in a darkened house. And as they gazed into the mirror, they were supposed to be able to catch a view of their future husband's face. Mm-hmm. There was, however, a chance that they would see a skull or the face of the Grim Reaper instead, indicating that they were going to die before they'd have a chance to marry. That sounds like an insane visual. Like that sounds like the like the like seeing a skull in a mirror. Like that sounds like that looks like that sounds like it would be the cover of like a metal album. I don't know. It why. sounds really cool. It also like, sounds like it requires too much coordination. Like I can't imagine trying to walk backwards up the stairs like that. Like just yeah. to see. Who my it would be cool was. looking if you see like. Like, let's say the person's wearing like a white dress or something and they have a yeah. mirror and then like a skull image is just in the mirror. Like that would be kind of just like freaky looking. But yeah, I don't know really why. Cool. You would, why would you want to walk up, up like backwards up some steps? Yeah, with a mirror. I don't know. I it reminds me of uh, a different ritual me and my cousin would do where she told me that when you had an apple, if you turn the stem and said the mm-hmm. alphabet, the the letter that it broke off on was the first letter of your husband's name oh wow so obviously like you if like i had a crush i would just be like trying to like finagle the stem for like <laughs> come on jay like you know um, <laughs> you purposely rip it out of the, yeah, like, the letter you like, wanted it to land on i They're choose like, my okay. own fate yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow i've never heard of that that's this is like, the first time i ever i've never heard of that that crush or person you're gonna marry stem wow i love how a piece of fruit is it will, will, will you know <laughs> We'll, we'll predict that. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> what are boys doing at this time? Not obsessing over girls? That's uh, crazy. Oh, for, no, <laughs> no, we don't start obsessing over girls till we're like 12, I think. So but maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? I don't think I ever did anything like that. I do remember that like folding thing. I forget what you call it. That had people would like, un, like they would, I forget oh, what they would do. I think and then unfold it. They're like, that's who yeah, you're going to be with or whatever. Top. Kids do a surprising lot of little girls do. We do a lot of magic. Like that's like fortune telling. And we do. Yeah. That's weird. I don't Guys, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think like little boys or even like teenage boys. I don't think we, I, I don't think any of my friends were ever like, Hey man, if you, you know, screw the, the 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 stem off of an apple if it lands on c you know <laughs> kathy is gonna be your future <laughs> wife or whatever like i don't think they've ever i don't know that ever ever happened to me well it you would know? add like an extra layer of stress because like well again we're all just jerks to each other so like we'd watch each other do it and if it got like a god forbid you got a letter of like a like a guy that sucks right because i'd be <laughs> like oh you got kevin <laughs> oh <laughs> man not kevin like, that no. sucks yeah. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> poor, 
four kids. And then yeah. just you, have, you probably feel like shit. But you know what I want to know? What if you do it several times? What does that mean? Yeah, what if you like? No, we would, <laughs> and we believe apples. it every time. <laughs> wow, you're gonna have a lot of husbands or oh, ex-husbands, yeah, I should say, maybe, possibly. That's every husband you're Could gonna be. end up having. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I wish I could remember any of that to see if it's true. Like, oh yeah, I did end up with that letter, but I didn't do the data back then. I was too young. No, oh, no, should have taken notes. Um, So then there's one other. So what I really like about Bloody Mary is that there's so many different rituals and like what you get from it is different. So like the one other one that I read about was you spin around 13 times saying Bloody Mary's name. And when you look into a mirror, you see what your face will look like at the time of your death. Oh, Wow, I know. 13 times? I know. Jesus. That is such a commitment. Like <laughs> That sounds uncomfortable. That's what that sounds like. It's also like, it's still a mirror. So unless magic actually happens, you're just going to see yourself, right? Like Extremely dizzy, probably, too. Yeah. That's the face you're going to probably see. That's the face of death right there. Yeah, you're going to be yeah. nauseous afterwards. <laughs> That's what I took that as. So Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I don't, I've never heard that one either. No, that one's weird. That one's kind of cool because it's not like husband related. Like I like that aspect of it where you're you're looking into the future. It's a little more ritualistic, I guess, in a way where it's kind of like you do this this many times and then you look in this yeah. and that like, you know, I feel like a candle should be lit somewhere in that situation as well. I agree. So, so candles should just be involved. Always. <laughs> several times. candles. 13 candles you have to spin 13 times have 13 candles and then have a giant mirror in front of you very specific maybe that's what it is maybe we've been doing it wrong the entire time there's there's been a detail we we, we missed out on we're not setting the mood enough yeah that's the problem she's like i'm not coming for any less than 13 candles like it's a lot of work to get to this mirror like it'd be a great plot for a movie they're like shit you've been doing it wrong for 500 years and then this like one group of people figure out how you really can summon bloody mary so. yeah yeah that'd be horrifying <laughs> oh listen cross, you're giving happen. me ideas now so this is an inspiration <laughs> Sweet, to me cool <laughs> so, so i can't complain <laughs> yeah totally um so this ritual it's considered captromancy um which is just like a form of scrying for messages from the future uh, according to the Astonishing Legends website, this practice dates back to ancient Greece and was recorded by Posnius, a Greek geographer. He wrote, before the temple of Ceres at Patras, there was a fountain separated from the temple by a wall, and there was an oracle, very truthful, hmm. not for all events, but for the sick only. The sick person let down a mirror suspended by a thread till its base touched the surface of the water, having first prayed to, to the goddess and offered incense. Then, looking in the mirror, he saw the presage of death or recovery, according as the face appeared fresh and healthy or of a ghastly aspect. So we've been doing mirror stuff for like a super long time. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like that scenario. That just sounded really magical, like a fantasy uh, film or something. So (laughs) interesting, just kind of that whole aspect. It's weird because I want to know like, so, and I'm assuming you're probably, maybe you'll get to it, but just like, why a mirror? Why, like, is it just because I, like, people I just saw no. that as like <laughs> I, another I world? They are seen as portals, something about yeah. it being reflective. I don't, I mean, there's a lot of. Well, if you think about it, if you break, what was, what's the superstition? If you break oh, a yeah, mirror, you have years, bad luck. seven years bad luck. So 
obviously a lot of this stuff stems from from something and and mirrors are always involved and i've heard people even when you think of something like taking a picture what's that i think people say like oh if you take a picture of someone it's like you're capturing their soul that's why it's not good do you remember that yeah but even (laughs) but even still like you sometimes think about it like this imagine and there's been like unsolved crimes that were solved this way and stuff like that but let's say you're at Disney World or whatever, right? And you're with your family and you take a picture. Hey, can you take this picture for me? And there's like five people behind you just minding their business, but they're just there. Like, I remember hearing like, oh, if you don't ask them for permission or something, like you're taking their soul or a piece of their soul because they're in the photo. Mm -hmm. And the way cameras work, it's kind of like a mirror, like the reflection bounces off a light and all, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And even now with like cameras, the way they are now, you have mirror, like the SLRs have mirrors in them. So like, it is interesting to me how mirrors, it just all goes back to just like mirrors causing some sort of evil thing to happen kind of if, you kind of, if you like mess with them or fuck with them in the wrong way. So that's what's that to yeah. me is what's what I like about like the story of Bloody Mary or any anything along those Reflective lines. Surfaces. Just how because if you really if you really think about it and, and I could see like maybe many, many years ago, people maybe were. You know, if you just stare at yourself in the mirror for a long time, it'll probably scare the shit out of you. Five. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So I like, do it like at least once a week. I stare at myself for five. But no, like hours. it's different if you're like, you know, look like makeup, brush your teeth or something. <laughs> but I'm just saying, <laughs> in general, but, but, no, oh yeah, sorry. But you That's know what I mean? Okay. Like, let's say let's say you're in your bathroom, you know, you're brushing your teeth, mirrors in front of you. You're just there. You're not thinking about it. But I bet you if you're just like home alone and you're like, you know, I'm going to do I'm going to the bathroom or my bedroom where there's a mirror. You just stand there in a dim, like a dimly lit like room or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it is kind of creepy. It's almost I like you're s- in the room with somebody, but it's just your reflection, you know? There's so, a weird energy there. Same with water. Water is supposed to have some sort of weird energetic spirits are more active around bodies of water. And it's just something about it. I don't know. I like, I can't explain it, but I do think there's, what you're talking about like a portal or something yeah it's 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 really weird just because like you know think about like you know obviously now we all know what it is but imagine when like a mirror was created like how freaky it it must have freaked people out that's where i think a lot of this stuff might come from you know what i mean like oh shit maybe a mirror was warped Cause that can happen as well. That's why you, when you go into a carnival or a fun house, you mm-hmm. see the warped mirrors, like maybe something like that happened and someone, and I know I'm, I'm thinking of this very logistically, but like no. that might've been where like a story like this could have, like that could have been the origin of it where they saw their reflection. It fucking freaked them out. But in reality, it was just a warped <laughs> image of themselves in the mirror, right. you know? And it, if you think about right. it, it would like, if you don't know the scientific way a world mirror works, even though there's not much science behind it, but it would be freaky, you know? It would be seen, you know? for like seeing yourself for the first time. Cause even in pictures, like sometimes I'll see a picture of myself and I'll be like, I don't think I look like that. Like, what is that? Well, do we you all, know? do we really know what we look like in, in actuality? <laughs> I guess not. This is man, becoming a different podcast. Our eyes are, <laughs> our eyes are, uh, are, are, are deceiving us. Maybe who knows? Yeah. That's listen. It's, it's it, when you really think too much about it, even being like a skeptic, even like someone like me, it's, it, there's just so much we don't know about just yeah. like science and just where things come from and how things are made and how people's brains develop through history. We're like, yeah, something as silly totally. as just a mirror 
could cause some sort of hysteria. So it's kind of crazy. What do you think totally about it? Totally could. Especially yeah. with this Bloody Mary. Like that, I'm telling you, that's probably, or there's really a woman in a mirror that wants to murder everybody. <laughs> so maybe that's what it is. And I'm all wrong right now. So <laughs> who knows? She's going to come, yeah. she's going to come get me for talking shit after that, after we record right now. So. Yeah, she's going to, yes. Don't look in the mirror for at least seven to five days, you know. I'm going to avoid every mirror in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I do get freaked out because, I mean, I know you watch a lot of horror, so do I. I feel like I... I have to really be like, I do not open my cabinet and shut it. I won't do it because I can't handle something being behind me or like Hmm. me not looking the way I expect. I'm an anxious person. I don't know if I told you. No. So (laughs) so wait, wait, wait. So roll that back. So you can't open. I will. I'll do it. But like, I get really nervous. Because you think someone is behind you in the mirror. Like you think someone's going to pop up. Have you seen scary Yeah, of course. Of course. So like yeah. you think like when you go into like you open up like your cabinet or whatever in the or, bathroom and like you close okay, like a person so, behind you, which I'm sure so has the happened. guy being there is dumb, but or like what if your face doesn't look the way you expect your face? Oh, for to. sure that that would be fucking scary. Yeah, like you know. So I, I totally get where you're coming from because Mirrors again, are scary. <laughs> it's a trope. It, no, it, if you watch any horror film, it's always a trope to the point that now there's a new trope of the person opening the mirror, closing it, and there's nothing there, and then and then yeah. the monster jumps from another direction, or the ghost yeah. pops up from a demon, whatever. So. I totally get it. But I also think that's just kind of where that's come from. It's, it's like, oh, because if you think about, again, reflections, like yeah. not noticing when something's in the corner of the room or is disorienting. Yeah. And I guess maybe that's kind of, again, it, it, look, it's used in horror movies. It's the fucking, yeah. it's a mirror. The mirror is what's, <laughs> you know, it's what's doing it, you know? So Candyman, <laughs> totally. which is basically a Bloody Mary ripoff. Obviously that was the inspiration for Candyman. Right. Again, mirror, but five times instead of three, right? What well, is Bloody Mary mm-hmm. three times, right? Yeah. Or 13. <laughs> or 13. Extra fancy. With, with, the, with, yeah. the, with the spins. But yeah, Candyman yeah. was, I think, five, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Yeah, so... I love how they altered the legend there a little bit. Like they, yeah. they're like, let's add an extra, an extra name calling, two extras there, so to make it extra. Candyman is like the one horror movie. Well, there's a couple like this. There's also one ghost and thirteen ghosts that I feel really where I just feel terrible. <laughs> like I'm like I don't I want him Which to one? win for King uh, for thirteen ghosts. Yeah. You mean uh, the hammer the. Uh, not the juggernaut the. Oh yeah, the juggernaut's like the, the giant dude. <laughs> I hate yeah. the juggernaut. The um the nail railroad spike guy. Oh, okay. I remember it. I, I vaguely remember you talking about. It. I just yeah. remember the juggernaut like destroying Matthew Lillard, Lillard in that movie. That's the one I that know. kills him Bummer. and like beats him up and stuff. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just sorry, kidding. guys. <laughs> <laughs> the movie came out in 2005. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love Matthew Lillard in that movie. He's so good. No, he's great. Matthew Lillard in general is is amazing. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Heck yeah. Okay, so who is the Bloody Mary story actually about? Well, um, according to a couple different sources, there's three potential Marys in history. So the first one was that of Mary Worth. Uh, She lived in a forest in an extremely small cabin and made herbal remedies for a living. Locals of the village didn't trust her and stayed away from her, fearing that they would end up cursed. When girls started going missing, the locals looked for them everywhere they could think of. When they couldn't find them anywhere else, they ventured towards Mary's cabin. Mary claimed that she had no idea where the missing girls were. The locals didn't believe her and somehow thought that Mary's appearance was changing from like elderly and haggard to Mm. feminine and youthful. 
uh, and they thought it had something to do with the missing girls. So one night, the Miller's daughter supposedly hears a noise um, that only she can hear. She follows the noise to the edge of the woods, and her mom and dad plus some locals follow her, frightened that she wouldn't stop no matter how much they yelled or how hard they restrained her. Uh, when the locals got closer to the edge of the woods, they realized that Mary was holding a wand and pointing it towards the Miller's house. Uh, and that's, it seemed like she might be glowing. Hmm. The Miller's daughter was heading straight towards the light. The locals quickly got their guns and advanced on Mary, taking her down by shooting her in the hip with a silver bullet. The locals quickly tied her to a stake and burned her for practicing witchcraft. As she was dying, she cursed everyone, claiming that if anyone uttered her name while staring in a mirror, she would be back to exact her revenge. Mm, I did not know this that. Is, <laughs> this one is not very, it's loosely based in history. Like you're not going to find any, you know, archives that can prove this one. Yeah. So <laughs> take it, it with a grain of salt. It sounds very <laughs> like, you know, fairy tale-ish, very like like Hansel yeah. and Gretel. It's very neat. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's cool. Like I almost like she obviously had some sort of power. Like she had a wand. So she was some yeah, sort well, of well that's what yeah they were trying to like imply like that's what the villagers said, whether or not it was true. You know, but does that that's make her like claimed. a witch or like, right or what? Yeah. What is what is she if she has a wand? Witches don't have wands, do they? I don't know what. So no, <laughs> I don't think they do. <laughs> I don't like, know. Who actually fairies uses have wands for fairies real. have wands, right? Or that's a good Tinkerbell point. has a wand. So what? Yeah. Imagine Bloody Mary is just like a fairy that's like a giant fairy. fairy that's so much scarier <laughs> like a giant fairy <laughs> who wasn't bad but like they were kind of a jerk to her so she was like you know what i'm just gonna like curse all of you that's that's <laughs> what i have like written down it's like um it's crazy to me that like people would just turn on their healers like that like yeah. she was healing the whole town she can have a kid a year right like set an agreement like you get one of the bad ones every year and yeah. then i don't have toothaches for a year i think that's a really fair deal honestly well, so so the story never it never it describes it doesn't describe what she is that's no. always left ambiguous interesting yeah. yeah a wand i'm now i'm just picturing like tinkerbell like a five foot seven <laughs> tinkerbell with like big wings and a wand and like it's so funny that that you're so hung up on the wand no, because I find it, it so interesting. Even bother me. No, it's, yeah. it doesn't even bother. I just think it's interesting because if you think yeah. about it, when you think of Bloody Mary, the last thing you're thinking of is somebody with a wand. Yeah, no, <laughs> I agree. You're thinking like the ring, right? You're thinking. I'm like, thinking like a woman covered in blood, a bloody, bl bl bloody Mary, like white dress, maybe yeah. middle aged, no, hair, I totally agree. covered in blood, tattered white dress, maybe fingernails. Like I'm thinking of something scary, but after your story, the, the story you just told me, I'm thinking like something like a giant fairy, just like not, yeah. not a, not this demon or something. Interesting. I, I think <laughs> the story was going for like witch, like she's a yeah. witch. She cursed the town. Yeah. Now anyone's stupid enough, which also like if you're there that day, you're like, well, that's easy enough. Just yeah. don't do that. Like, <laughs> I know it's going to happen. Look don't, at her. Like, don't be an asshole, basically. <laughs> yeah. Is what like, it's telling you. <laughs> maybe don't tell the kids about it because they won't believe us and they'll probably do it. You know? Yeah. Like, just yeah. like, just basically keep it to yourself, I guess. Right? I mean, there's got to be a moral to this, I'm assuming. Like the moral <laughs> to the story, I'm guessing. But yeah. I feel like... I just sorry. I, no, no worries. Like, I'm just surprised at just the description of her. 
That's what's mind blowing like- to me. <laughs> All jokes. I don't yeah. mean that sarcastically either. I'm being dead serious. Like that's like, like there was nothing hor- like there was nothing horrific about that. If you think about nothing it, bloody. Well, nothing I bloody. Nothing bloody. Sh- she well, was shot and then burned at the oh, stake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so maybe a little bloody. A little bloody. Uh, but like, I, I, think I definitely the- think the car movies has, has just kind of <laughs> fucked up my the way my brain sees things. Like, she would be crispy. She'd be crispy, Mary, I yeah, guess, at that point. Yeah, you're so. right. She'd be crispy, Mary. <laughs> She'd be a little charred. Which is uh, honestly a little bit less intimidating, honestly. So I'm glad. Her brand is bloody and not crispy. So <laughs> good for her. <laughs> Listen, if they burned her, there would be no blood. So yeah, I'm just trying she, to think of this logistically. She'd be like ashes. It would be a lot creepier. Ashy Mary. Ashy Mary. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Sorry if I'm God. just, just butchering this no. legend, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's a, supposed to be like a comedy paradigm. Like, as like, long as you're in on it, that's fine. People are going to be like, Louie just destroyed. She's now no longer bloody. She is now ashy Mary. Ashy you Mary. Look in the, you look in the Amira and she's just there, really ashy, covered in like ash. And I could still be really scary. Holding to me, a though. wand, which is the least intimidating thing ever. So if anyone attacked me holding a wand, it'd be like the last thing I'd I'd fucking be worried. I'd be like, you're really a wand? So that's all I'm picturing is like you doing the ritual and her just still being covered in blood, but like lifting up a wand and you'd be like, wait, that's what? it. Yeah, you, <laughs> no, was, you I, can't do that. I was expecting like claws or for her like yeah. mouth or jaw to open up and she's like swallow me whole. No, she yeah. just threatens me with a stick. So you'd that's be like, wait, no, no, no. I don't want to die by wand. She's that's a magician. Now, yeah. now she's gonna have a top hat. That's the next thing. Like David Copperfield. Okay. So I need to move away from this story. <laughs> there you go. It's like devolving. Well, now we know that story. It's probably not it, but if it is, she's an ashy magician. <laughs> if if you take if you take anything I'm saying, if you're taking anything I'm adding to the story, yes, she's an ashy magician. <laughs> yeah. That's really what she truly is. So I think if any uh, listeners have kids that are scared of Bloody Mary, just have uh, that last part that Louie did. Just play it for them because <laughs> it really takes all the scary. <laughs> <laughs> yes least terrifying thing you'll ever you'll ever, ever describe so that's funny <laughs> okay <laughs> so the um the second one uh that people believe it could be is queen mary the first uh so in 1553 mary became the queen of england as the sole ruler of the country um she then decided to marry philip of spain since she needed an heir uh and two months later she was supposedly pregnant However, the baby never actually came. Although she exhibited all the signs of being pregnant and even felt the baby move, when her due date came around, no baby was born and the signs of pregnancy began to recede. So this is why in some rituals, I don't know if you've heard this, they have you say, Bloody Mary, I killed your baby or Bloody Mm. Mary, I took your baby instead. So yeah, so that's that's another one. That's a lot bleaker now. Now now it's a little... uh... That's a little more depressing. I can't make fun of that yeah. one too much. She lost yeah. her baby, never had her baby. The baby was just never born. That's it. Oh, there's more. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, so why don't I feel bad for her? It's like, cause I didn't tell you why she's bloody Mary. Okay. Um, <laughs> which also it's just so mean the baby thing. Don't do that. But yeah. she received the name bloody Mary because she signed an act that ended up leading to the, uh, Marian persecutions where approximately 240 men and 60 women were burned at the stake because of their Protestant faith. Oh, wow. Oof, yeah. So, 
Yeah, Bloody Mary. Yeah, it was really weird. I think she wanted, there's like this condition where like, if you want to be pregnant enough, you can like trick your body into it. What? And that's what I think, yeah, isn't that horrifying? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you start exhibiting like pregnancy symptoms. That one's a little darker. I will admit that's not, I can't make fun of that one like I did the wand. So that's, uh, that's a little, uh, a little, a little bleaker, that one with the whole, yeah. the whole thing. And then the whole Protestant people being burned, that's never fun. Yeah. So, well, it's weird. Like, I remember, I didn't remember until I was reading the article on this one that they did say the baby thing. And I never understood that. I, I was like, why are we bringing a baby into this? Like, it was weird. Yeah. And like, the thing was like you're a kid so sometimes they'd say like oh she's gonna steal you in so you be her baby i guess maybe yeah going back to being a kid it kind of makes more sense it's funny i never whenever we talked about bloody mary when i was a kid it was always very surface level all these details were never brought up so it's like oh i was obsessed with all this no baby i was like tell me why no but like i'm thinking like when you're nine you don't you don't Oh, I, yeah. like, you don't know, but like you hear kids saying, oh, bloody Mary, bloody Mary, but they never mentioned the baby. They never mentioned the wand. None of this was ever brought up. Burnings. There yeah. was none of that ever. So it is interesting. And I guess that's why, like the way I see the, the you know, I see bloody Mary in my mind is the way I described her with the blood and the claws and all that. Because right. I think that's more of like a fictional depiction of what I think she'd look like. Yeah. When comparing it to like this story, because even like, even this story with the baby and everything, like I can't pick, I'm picturing like a 25, a sad, like a very sad, very beautiful, sad woman. Yeah. Who just wanted to have a baby. You know, it was really younger, like maybe 25 or something like that. You know, she's just, I think just she was baby. older. Oh, really? I think she was like oh, wow. in her four, late thirties, forties oh, okay. when this happened. Oh, wow. If that makes it any not scarier old, that, No, it's not even scarier. She's, <laughs> she's around kidding. my age, so that just makes it even <laughs> So, Which is not old. Now so you're I just relating know. to her more. Now I'm just like, oh, no. Old. Oh, you're right. My oh, bad. my God. Young. It's, an it allegory. it's an allegory for something else. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's all Bloody Mary really is. It is, actually. So, I yeah. feel like... Um, but yeah, that's a bummer. And then this last one is also sort of a bummer, which is weird. So these are the big three that you see all over. This one, the person's name isn't even Mary. Uh, they say that it's Elizabeth Bathory. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if you know who that is. Yes, but I am. Yes, I am familiar with her. Yeah, I know who Elizabeth um, so, Bathory is. Yeah, she... Um, Let's see. She was nicknamed the Queen of Blood and was discovered to have killed hundreds of girls to use their blood to stay youthful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes sense. I think out of the three, it makes sense to call her Bloody Mary because she was like legit obsessed with blood. Yeah. Um, and I feel like she would kill people in really like inhumane ways. So just a super evil person. Yeah. I, I didn't want to go too much into her story because we're I, not true crime and it's a bummer. Funny, funny, funny enough. I remember in the might have been the early 2000s or late 90s. I don't remember. Todd McFarlane had like a line of action figures that were themed to serial killers and 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 like historical figures. You know? So like uh, Vlad the Impaler or whatever was one of them. I think it's and that's Dracula, right? If I remember yeah, correctly, yeah. and then and Elizabeth Bathory had a figure, and I actually own it. It's somewhere in a storage, really? my storage unit. And what it is <laughs> is a woman in a bathtub full of blood, and I think there was like a body you could hang over the the tub, and like that's what it was. So yeah, if you read about that's Elizabeth dark. Bathory, it's pretty 
pretty brutal. Honestly, out of all three of yeah. these, that's probably the most terrifying is just kind of if it's her, her and she like wants to stay youthful so she like takes your blood but then where did mary come from it should be like bloody beth or something like that you know what i mean like it, like it shouldn't be like where did yeah, mary bloody, bloody uh, elizabeth again, or think... bloody beth or something like, you know, right <laughs> bloody like liz. bloody yeah. liz like there could have been many different names there where did where did the mary come from unless that was like her middle name or something maybe, like that yeah so, maybe it was a nickname possibly. or something but yeah just knowing a little bit about Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah, that's probably worse than that's probably the worst one in all honesty. Even worse than the baby. The baby's just sad and like a like just sad, like she's just sad, just wanted to have a baby, you know. She didn't yeah. have a baby. This one is like, oof, Elizabeth Bathory was a pretty evil person. So that's yeah. a very different, different thing. That's the most terrifying in all honesty. She definitely like took pleasure in killing. It wasn't just like, oh, I gotta do this to stay young. Like yeah. I yeah. forget what she was basically like a serial killer, right? She had people <laughs> mm-hmm. come to her, like to bring people and wasn't it virgins mm-hmm. or something like that? Or or maybe yeah, no. young women yeah. from the towns to like yeah. take care of her. But yeah. And she like yeah. slaughtered them. Ugh, brutal, brutal stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> I hope it's not her. I hope it's Crispy Mary and like, like Ashy, <laughs> Ashy Mary with her wand. <laughs> yeah. That's who yeah. I hope it is. I, I really do hope that's who. Well, that's who the other thing mm-hmm. is like there's a few other ones. So um, there's another story where Mary was a victim of a car accident who lost her baby. And then there's another one that I've never heard of where it's a, a spirit of like a Mary in Chicago who was like super abusive to slaves and run out of town. So like other than the accident story, it seems like all you have to do to become like in the Bloody Mary lore is just be a terrible Mary. And I kind of like to think they're all doing it. Like they take shifts. Yeah. You know, like. Which is which is funny because if you like, I don't know if you if you watch like the new comparing it to like Candyman. So in the new Candyman, I don't know how familiar you are with it. Oh, I watched it. Yeah. Spoiler alert. You find out it's like Candyman is like handed down through several crazy yeah like there is no there's not just one candy man it's several different people that just embody that whatever it is and maybe bloody mary works the same i forget i think they call it like the hive or something in candy man so maybe bloody mary would work the same way where it could be like five or six different people all mashed up into whatever a force you know, whatever this force force of Bloody Mary is. So yeah, maybe yeah. the Mary name just stuck. I do think the, uh, I do like how there's like a contemporary take more with like a car accident that killed the yeah. baby. You know, it's, it doesn't make it seem like I could see kids in like the eighties and nineties. That was maybe the story they heard. The story they told. You know, yeah. like they just heard, Oh, I heard she was, uh, you know, in a in car a accident and her, you know, six month old was in the back seat and it died mm-hmm. and she held it while it died. And, she whatever she saw herself in the rear view mirror and that's how the mirror comes into play that's fucking cool that's so cool yeah, yeah. so something along those lines yeah. you know that could be like the origin that's of awesome. this character yeah. you know so that's that's definitely uh yeah definitely a, a cool concept if it were to be that if 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 it worked out that way with with the bloody mary persona or whatever the 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 legend of bloody mary it's interesting. I almost feel like it's kind of the same as like the woman in white, right? Like it seems like mm-hmm. a lot of different cultures and areas have their own version. 
Yes. And it seems like Bloody Mary has taken on that same where it's like, it's just like tragic, like women tragedy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. they come back for vengeance. Everyone, yeah, everyone has that like uncle that was like, you know, I, I have my friend who was like out hanging out and he picked up a woman and then he took her to where he had to go and she wasn't in the car. And like, yeah, I'm like, I love those stories. I think they're so cool. Yeah, I feel like everyone yeah. has ha- everyone has an uncle that everyone has an uncle that has a friend that went through that. I feel. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh. yeah, that's because we all have that uncle that picks up random people with their it's like, don't stop doing that. It's never the uncle. It's the uncle's friend he's yeah. like yeah my friend i was with him last week and he told me at the bar <laughs> yeah. that you know he, he was out That's hanging so out and there was this beautiful oh woman God. in white on the side of the road and she was like hey can you give me a ride and he couldn't resist her beauty gave her the ride and when he got there she was gone but the door was open and it was a cemetery <laughs> i feel like every uncle oh. has a friend or every uncle or aunt has a friend that had that experience that experience that it's a great it's a I, listen I really wish it's, I hope it's a real experience in all honesty. It could be. Yeah, that sounds like a hell of a night. I'd love a night like that in all honesty. <laughs> well, the the closest to like a true version that I can think of, it reminds me of, and if you like Unsolved Mysteries, have you seen the new ones yet? Oh, for sure. They're great. Yeah. So yeah. if you saw the Tsunami Ghost one, that's oh, what it reminds yeah. me of. The tr- that was such a good episode. But there were cabbies that were picking up yeah i heard about that yeah and asking to go to the the part of the air like the area that was devastated yeah, so and then when creepy. they got there yeah. they were gone really creepy and if you think about it it makes sense because so many people died so like oh, so quickly yeah, it was yeah. so tragic it's really really sad yeah that was a really depressing episode but that was yeah i remember hearing about it. i remember when you were watching mind. it yeah that entire new unsolved mysteries is, is great just the whole show oh Oh, that, was awesome. that was a really good one. I'm glad you I have to rewatch that episode because that was a really eerie, just, it was depressing, it was so interesting. but then they also kind of ended it on a positive note where they were saying how all these people just wanted to go yeah. back and you know, it was, it was really well done. I really appreciated it. You know, I liked it. Yeah. And they did try to like, also be like, it might not be ghosts. You know, some people believe it's like, cause they have such intense shared trauma and like, yeah, of course, a survivor skill and all this other stuff could be messing with them a little bit. But I also like, I don't know. I think it's it's a nice thought that like you get to see your people one more time or something. You know, so totally. So yeah, I loved that episode. I thought, and you're right. The whole both seasons were so interesting. I can't wait. I'm hoping there's a third one soon. It was really really good. And I love that they do one paranormal episode for us nerds out there. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> they, have to. they have yeah. to. I feel like there's always got to be the one alien episode and the one, yeah. you know, there's just paranormal ghost episodes. Totally. So one cryptozoology the one. So they've always got to have it. So I have one more thing to tell us. And it's um, let's look at the scientific reason why you might see a ghost or something in a mirror. Giovanni Caputo of the University of Urbino explains staring into a mirror in a dimly lit room, dimly lit room for a prolonged period of time can cause one to hallucinate. Hmm. Facial features may appear to melt, distort, disappear, and rotate, while other hallucinatory elements such as animal or strange faces may appear. This phenomenon, which he calls the strange face illusion, is believed to be a consequence of a disassociative identity effect which causes the brain's facial recognition system to misfire in a currently unidentified way. Hmm. So that kind of goes back to what I said about staring at yourself in the mirror. Like it's it can, exactly, yeah. I was wondering if I should jump to it, but I was yeah. like, no, I want to end with it. 
Um, but it's exactly that where yeah. if you look too long or your brain is trying to make sense of something and it's starting to like misfire. Yeah. That that's again, it's just kind of like, I guess you're like confusing yourself. You're just confusing yeah, your brain. You are at yeah. that point. And again, it is, it is a really, again, like I said, if you, if you just stand there and stare at yourself long enough, I'm sure you'll, you know, start freaking out or seeing something, you it know, stops making sense. Yeah. Like don't stare at yourself, like tweezing your eyebrows. It's like really look yeah. at yourself. You know what I mean? Like not, don't do anything. Just look at yourself. Don't look at your pores. Don't look at like mm-hmm. you have a zit or something mm-hmm. like look at you. Just look at the situation in front of you. And it yeah. is really kind of eerie when you think about it and just what, you know, what you're, what's looking yeah. back at you in a way, you know what I mean? I almost feel like you start to expect something like yeah. your brain is trained to be like, why are we looking at this for so long? Yeah. What am I missing here? And then it starts filling in the blanks. You want to know what's the you want to know what's even creepier? Have you ever been to a place where yeah. there's like a mirror in front of you, a mirror behind, behind you, and you just see like 50 multiples of like the yeah. back of your head? That to me is even creepier like because it looks like you're going into like another dimension or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, yeah. like there's a new Doctor Strange movie, like the multiverse. Like there's like several like different versions of you or something. It is to me, that's like probably the scariest image like just being in a bathroom in like a restaurant and they have two mirrors and you just see. It looks un- infinite. It's like infinite. And then eventually you can't even make out how far it can go. Like your eye can't pick up on it. Super freaky. Yeah. What's in the distance. Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> don't overthink <laughs> yeah, don't it. Don't place mirrors like that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe don't mess with me. Like get rid of all the mirrors in your house. That's it. Basically just the, leave your yeah. house not knowing <laughs> How insane yeah. you look, how you didn't comb your hair, you didn't do this, that, yeah. and that. So. Yeah, yeah who you needs look a, great. Who needs yeah. a, Who needs a mirror? That's it. So. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been so awesome. I had so much fun. Uh, I'm so glad you could do the show. Where can people find you? Where can they find uh, your like personal stuff and also Haunted Hangover? Firstly, thank you for having oh, me on yeah. again. It was a lot of fun. I don't, you know, I never get to talk about these type of things on my show. So it's always, totally. it's always fun to, to go on someone else's show and talk about this stuff. It's especially, and I learned a lot, did not learn. I didn't know much about <laughs> Bloody Mary. Now you and do. now I know all about <laughs> Ashy Mary with her wand. So I am, yeah. I'm going to tell people that story going forward. And I'm going to read up on, I'm going to, I'm going to read up on some of these things because I, now I'm okay. interested. I just love how there's, uh, you know, a lots of different backstories to the characters it's crazy yeah there's so many um yeah and if you see a ghost you better tell like if you have any paranormal i'll be back i'm expecting a message we'll do an exclusive episode or something and we'll uh (laughs) it'll be like a little news breaking news louis that'd be awesome louis was staring at a mirror and uh (laughs) even though we told him not to it blinked back at him and winked at him and told him (laughs) like you are you okay louis is everything all right (laughs) you sure (laughs) yeah uh but Yes, people, you can find you can find Haunted Hangover at Haunted Hangover on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, hauntedhangover.com has links to everything. Our YouTube channel, which I've been really trying to push. Our Patreon page, uh, which we've only been doing for maybe eight months or so. We release an episode every month over there. Uh, yeah, we're literally on, I think, every every social media, even TikTok, <laughs> even though I don't know oh, how to use God. TikTok. So TikTok. I'm trying to figure that one out. I'm still, I'm still on the, uh, I'm still on the, uh, on the hunt to, uh, to have someone 
teach me how to use it properly. Um, so and then you can find me just, you know, at new needle productions on Instagram. That's my personal, uh, Instagram page. And I think if you look up Louis Cortez on Twitter, you'll find me or at new needle pro P R O D. Um, that's where like, I, I push haunted hangover to, and some of my film projects and stuff I'm working cool. on. So that's where I'm at. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Everybody go check out Haunted Hangover because it's a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. Real Chills is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Jaskowski. The show is edited by Dan Getz, theme music by Sam Williamson, and artwork by Buffy the Design Slayer. Subscribe where you get podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Chills Podcast. Slide into those DMs with your true scary stories. Real Chills Podcast is a member of the Wasted Robot Network. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows, please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.